Hello, and welcome back to The Millennial and the Mom. I'm Maddie, the Millennial. And I'm Katie, the Mom. And we're back again. It feels like we were just recording our last episode. That's like the the thing about having a, a weekly show is it's, it's back It's weekly. Back. That's what weekly is every single week. <laughs> I know, but we're already back. We're here with another episode. Um, and I mean, can you believe it's already August, Mom? No, I mean, the summer has flown by. I'm still like, you know, hiding from Texas on this like, <laughs> northern road trip and I'm hiding from the Texas heat. Um, I think it was a good 40 or 45 degrees warmer in Texas today than where I am in Vermont. So um, hiding from Texas is working for me right now. But, um, you know, there there is a lot of, I mean, the summer heat has been crazy for a lot of people. And so I really... Hope people are hanging in there. Then there's storms. And I'm reading some books on climate change Global right now. Warming. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Yes. I know. I know. I try not to think about it. But anyway, today's Denial topic, is a form of, of coping, but sometimes you got to face it. I mean, I, I take public transportation. Sure, we all have to do family. We have to all do our part. But I'm yes. So recycled. anyways. We will do another episode sometime <laughs> on the whole global warming because there's there's a lot going on. But I'm excited um, to talk about our topic today. We're going to be talking about meal prepping because, as usual, guess what? I have a lot of thoughts about it, so it will be interesting to get into it. I know. I feel like meal prepping and like the you know Instagram world we live in. It's like everyone seems to be meal prepping. I meal prep. I don't necessarily like it, but I feel like you just like if unless you want to spend like $15 a day on lunch, like you got to bring your own. Well, here's what I will give you all millennials and Gen Zers. You're very good at coming up with these creative names for basically what I would refer to as shit we've been doing all along. I mean, isn't meal prepping just like being an organized adult and feeding yourself without going bankrupt? But it does sound better to call it meal no, prepping. No, I don't think so. Okay, but think about it. Like, I'm trying to think like back to when. Okay, so so say that like go back to when I was in like middle school. Like, did you make all of, or dad, I'm, we're being gender neutral. I know it was you though from growing up, but um, I, like, did you make all of the dinners and lunches on Sunday? No, but I had a so menu. you weren't meal prepping. But I was, I That's was meal prepping. planning. No, and then I was meal prepping every single day when I put food on the table for a family of five. No, that's cooking. And kids, kids off with lunch. I mean, I, listen, okay. I understand in today's construct, meal prepping is when you do everything ahead of time. There was something, it was, we referred to it back as like, what was it? It was like cook once, like, you know, meals for, for a week. week. Yes, we did. We, uh, I did do some Back in the Renaissance of, days. I, in the Renaissance, back in medieval times, when you would do a whole bunch of cooking on Sunday and then you would like package it up into like little, you know, things that were easier than to get dinner on the table. I did have some times though, where I would go ahead and make like, you know, a whole bunch of peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And then I knew I had sandwiches for every day for the week. And then we had the little grab and go where I'd say, okay, grab a, a chips and or grab a cookie or whatever and add it to your lunch. So, I mean, I think there were aspects <laughs> of that. <laughs> Listen, and they were packaged and they were not organic. So don't even come at me with that. Okay. 
this is called, you know, just getting through the day. But I mean, I think that, yes, I know it's become, it's become, you know, as with everything now it's to the, you know, nth degree. Um, and I mean, the stuff that people are meal prepping, we're going to get into that, but I mean, it's, it can be very elaborate, but I would say also as someone who has had a career in education, it's no, you know, most teachers and people who work in schools are going to be like, of course, you have to prep your meals for the week and pack your lunch every day. Not everyone has a job where they can have that choice of like, should I buy lunch or should I pack lunch? I mean, I worked in a career where we had no ability to leave campus and go get lunch somewhere. We had to bring our lunch every day. Um, So I did that for a good, you know, 15, 17 years. So that's, I'm not a stranger to that. Did I make it all ahead of time? No, and that's going to get into some of how I feel about making everything ahead of time. Well, let's just get into it. How do you feel? I feel like I like had some ideas to talk about today, but you feel like you like you've been meaning to get this off your chest. Oh no, I I think there's some things that meal prep well, but I don't want to meal prep a salad on Sunday to eat on Friday. I meal prep salads. I mean, I don't put the dressing on. No, I don't put the dressing on either. I mean, I, I'm not stupid, but it's just like, you know, <laughs> is it fresh? Is it, you know, I feel like also, come on, how hard is it to grab some bagged greens, some pre-chopped veggies, throw in a little, you know, protein the morning that you're going to work? But, okay, I mean, but the, let's start with the protein. So are you cooking the chicken in the morning? Listen, I I cook some things in the morning for many a years making your guys' lunch. I used to okay, make ravioli. Let me, just, let me just walk you through my daily schedule because I know, okay. as we've discussed before, you're on sabbaticals, so you don't have to meal prep. But some of us- Okay, newsflash, I'm really not on sabbatical much longer, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Are you going to like the convent or like, a, <laughs> a, are you being jailed? Like, are you going to go somewhere oh. where they don't have access to food? <laughs> no, different topic. Okay, maybe I can topic. share my meal prep tips. Yes. Give us your meal prep tips. I want to know about this. Okay. No, I'm going to walk you through my schedule first. And you're going to tell okay. me where in my day I have time to cook chicken twice. Okay. So I wake up. My alarm goes off at 6 a.m. I snooze it for 30 minutes. So I get out of bed at 6.30. Wait, where's the point? Is it is there going to be... Do I like ring a bell if I want to like insert my feedback? No, or I, it is wait. just... Okay. This is just a listening, a listening task. Okay. Listening so then time. at 6.30, I get up and George is already hurtling himself at the side of his crate, whining. You would think he like had never been let out. So I, I get dressed to walk him. I brush my teeth. I let George out. We go on a walk. We go. So at this point, that's like 6.45. We go on a, like a 30 minute walk. So it's like 7.15 when I get back. I feed him. I play with him a little bit. You know, I'm just a good dog mom. And then, like, I make my coffee and my breakfast. I like to make, like, a hot breakfast, which, you know, it's just, like, something that brings me joy in the morning. So I'll either make, like, oatmeal or I'll make, like, eggs. And then I eat it and I watch, like, 10 minutes of the Today Show. And then okay, I want to make like, sure the list. I want to make sure our listeners know that I'm acknowledging what you're saying and I'm nodding my head, but I've been told I'm only supposed to listen during this time. Okay. And so then it's like 7.45, 7.50 and I get ready for work and I walk out the door at like 8.15. I like grab my stuff that I've already made for lunch. I put it in my bag. I pour my to-go coffee. I say bye to George. Maybe I've unloaded the dishwasher in this time or something. And then I leave at 8.15. 
So like, where am I making chicken breast for my salad? Well, I mean, if you have, a, I know last time we threw some shade on the rice cooker, which actually works quite <laughs> well as, as a protein steamer. But I mean, could you, first of all, buy a shred, buy a rotisserie chicken and shred it up and have it ready to go? But that would require me to go to two grocery stores because I shop at Trader Joe's and they don't have rotisserie chicken. Okay. Well, that, you know how I feel about Trader Joe's. So what I'm saying is, is, you know, if that is. No, I agree. It's, it's good to be efficient. I don't have a problem with the chicken already being cooked. What I just, I feel like, you know, if while you're watching the Today Show, you know, you could like throw your salad together. I don't think it would be like this complete derailment of your morning. But honestly, I am in support of meal prep. I don't want this to sound like I'm not supportive of it. It sounds like you I, hate meal prep. I, I don't hate meal prep. I'm just saying like, I think that an, an issue, another issue I have with it, as long as we're getting into it, is like, how do I know on Sunday what I am going to feel like eating for lunch on Thursday or Friday or Monday for that matter? And number two, I don't really want to eat the same thing every single day for lunch. Yeah, no, that is an issue I have with it. And I, what I've tried to start doing, and, and some of this is like learning to live with a boy because like I don't have brothers. And so, like, I mean, we ate a fair amount of food. It's not like we're like shrinking violets. Like we're like three, three sturdy girls, but, and like, we like played sports and whatever. We put away food in our house. We do, we eat. But I'll make like, and this is no shade to Drew. Like he is a perfectly sized human. Like there's no concerns that like he's eating too much food, but like boys just eat. Like, I'm just like, where are you putting this? And so it's like, I will make like six servings of pasta and I'm like we'll have there's two of us so like we'll eat it for dinner and then I can bring it for like a day or two I'm not saying I'm eating like exactly one serving like maybe I'm having a serving and a half or something but like there'll be like no leftovers and so then I'm like okay like that was kind of gonna be my lunch tomorrow (laughs) and so it's like I try to like make enough for dinner where I can take leftovers the next day but it's so much less stressful to just know like okay I made four servings of pasta and like Drew knows not to eat it like that's my lunch for this week okay so how often do you pull out this meal that you decided upon and made on Sunday how often do you pull that out during the week and realize you don't want to eat it or it no longer tastes good and you end up buying lunch anyways for lunch very rarely for dinner sometimes I'll make or I'll like try to prep like a bunch of protein or I'll make like or I'll make like three things and I say like, it'll be some combination of lunch and dinner this week. And like, sometimes like by the time I get to like, like having prepackaged lunch and dinner gets to be pretty boring. Yeah. And so it's one or the other. And I kind of have to decide that week, like, it'll be like one week where I'm like, I get home and I'm like, so tired. Um, and I'm like, oh, I really wish I had something easy or like I already made the chicken. And so it's like, I just have to like make some pasta or like some frozen rice or something. Um, it but seems like chicken, chicken is a big sticking point for you. This is what I'm discovering. Chicken <laughs> kind of gives me the ick. Like when I'm cooking. Oh my God. So and like- Meredith, your younger sister, Meredith, is terrified. It took her three years <laughs> as an adult, as a college graduate, supporting herself before she would make a freaking piece of chicken for herself. I mean, Did I, I, I why are time. you all so afraid of chicken? Because there was that one time when you made barbecue chicken and we all got food poisoning from it. <laughs> that is not true. Did that actually happen? Yes. Do you not remember? I remember we lived on the California Ab House and we... What? You made chicken one night and we all got sick from it. 
I don't remember this. This is like I a core memory of my this. childhood. It's like one of the last times I've like thrown up. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I don't even remember this. So now we're all paranoid that our chicken has to be cooked enough. Okay, wow. I feel terrible. Yeah, you don't have baggage with, with you don't have baggage with meal prep because you've been undercooking chicken for thirty years. You can throw chicken into the oven and it works just fine for you. Okay, I, I didn't know about this, but I or I did not remember it. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Core memory, but that's fine. So I think it's more so like it's also the I I'm trying as I work, you know, bettering myself in therapy, trying to manage some of this anxiety. It's like. As as few decisions I have to make during the day, the better. So it's like if I, I agree. know, see, kind of like what we talked about with minimalism. Minimalism last week. It's like if I have like ten shirts and I like all of them, and I know I have five pairs of pants and ten shirts. Any combo of those is going to work to where to work. Or okay, like I know I either have oatmeal or eggs for breakfast. Right. So it's like as few decisions. So it's like if I already know, like I don't need to stand in the kitchen for like 10 minutes in the morning being like, what am I going to make for lunch? All I have to do is like put it in my bag and go. It's like those, that decision fatigue, like it cuts down like how many decisions you're making every day. No, I, I agree with that. And I mean, I also have to add in that like my absolute least favorite meal today is lunch. I hate lunch. Probably it comes from being a teacher and a school principal. Never had time to eat. Always trying to like eat while I'm doing a million different things. So I'm very used to mm -hmm. lunch just being like, you know, like a little snack box. Like I pack some crackers, maybe a little bit of salad, maybe a piece of fruit and just kind of like a munch on it. I was famous for like my lunch would just sit out on my desk for like two hours while I'm running around the school with my head cut off dealing with stuff mm -hmm. and I'd be trying to like eat as I went along. So I, I would say lunch is the most difficult one for me to really treat as like a full sit down, you know, eat a full meal dinner. I mean, I do think with dinner meal planning, which I know is different than meal prepping, but certainly like I'm a big, I mean, you know, this from your childhood and I'm sure there's probably some scars I'm unaware of having to do with it, but the crock pot was my friend, right? I put that. I love I, the crock pot. I love the crock pot. We right? call it the slow cooker in 2023, but yes. Okay. Here we go again. We're up leveling the branding <laughs> on this. So, um, but no, I mean the slow cooker, excuse me. Um, I used to, I mean, I would do a ton of stuff in that so that, you know, something would already, some part of the dinner would already be started or, you know, done by the time I got home and had to, you know, get the rest of the dinner on the table for everybody. So I think it, I mean, of course, I think meal prepping and meal planning is a great way to save money. I think it's a great way to make sure you're eating, you know, a well-balanced diet. Although, you know, mm -hmm. what's the thing now that's like a trending to talk about when like you just eat like crackers and cheese for dinner? What do they call that? A girl, girl dinner? dinner? Okay. I love a girl dinner. I hate I, girl dinner. You I, know me, I want a full meal. I know that's where you and I are so different. I would girl dinner every single day. I would just have like peas and crackers and like some, you know, cut up apple. I'm done. But okay. I know you want a full on like three course meal at dinner. You have okay, to have so, an actual meal. So this is a funny example. So today I left work a little bit earlier than usual. It's, it's summer. I'm off. I'm taking tomorrow off. So it's like, I was just like, you know, living my best life. I left at like 5.50. Usually I leave around like, I mean, in the summer, closer to six, but you know, when we're busy, like six fifteen, six thirty. I got home today around probably like six thirty. It took me like it takes me like forty, forty five minutes to get home, and so I was like, I'm pretty hungry. But Drew was finishing up something, so like he wasn't available to have dinner yet, and so I had like 
the cr- like crackers and hummus, but I wasn't like, oh, girl dinner, I'm done. Like that wasn't well, a meal. To- I would throw a glass of wine with that. And then two hours later, it's time for dessert. Girl dinner no. was done. It was like my after, it's like my, my commute snack or something. It was like an appetizer. No, I get it. Again, but, I'm a I sturdy mean, girl. So, well, I mean, I trust me, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hurting for calories, but I think that, you know, I do think all of these things, there's definitely value both, you know, in efficiency, time saving, lowering stress. And I mean, you save so much money if you if you meal plan and then meal prep, right? Because obviously, I mean, I'm not someone who ever really had the opportunity to buy lunch out. But I mean, that adds up. I mean, people are buying like, you know, what's that place with the salad? Sweet green, Sweet right? Green. You go there, it's, it's like $20 to get a salad. I mean, yeah. to get out of there. So I cannot imagine spending $20 every day every single day on going out to lunch. I know people do it all the time, but I didn't have the choice. So I had to like bring my lunch, but I do think meal prepping is very good in terms of budgeting and planning. I think, you know, it is hard to keep it interesting. So have you had situations where you make some sort of core food and then you prep it into different, you know, presentations of that food? So you're not like bored during the week eating the same thing. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, to cut down on my exposure to raw chicken, I'll make like a big batch of it, like at the start of the week, or like, I'll make, like, I'll make like Greek salad, and I could add chicken to it, or I could put it over like quinoa or something. Um, But I think like, like the buying lunch thing, I actually do think and I have never been a teacher. You guys are literally heroes, like so much respect. I do think when you work like an office job or a corporate job, like, and it depends on your culture. And I've worked in like all different cultures. I'm in like a pretty good one right now. It's not like anyone is telling me like, Maddie, you have to go sit at that desk for 10 hours a day. And like, you cannot get up. But it's like, there are a lot of people where it's like, going to get lunch is like your one excuse to like get up and walk around. It's like, other than that, you're like expected to be like sitting and working all day. And so it does break up the day a little bit. Okay, I I can see that. Like my job, like I I just mentioned, no one is telling me I can't do these things. But for some reason, I feel like if I'm not saying I'm like going to get a coffee, going to get lunch, going to like drop something off at the post office or something that like has to be done during business hours. Like that's when I'm at work. Like, I feel like I can't just be like, hey guys, like I'm going to walk around the block. Like I'll be back. Like not like anyone's told me like you can't go walk around the right to, like get right. some fresh air, but I feel like there has to be a purpose to it. So it's like it is nice like on the days I buy lunch, I do feel like so much more like invigorated in the afternoon because I'm like I got outside, I walked a few blocks, like I saw the sunlight, like whatever. So I think it's more so like it's it's a nice little way to break up the day. But no, I agree with that. I mean, there are other ways like hard. I could just yeah. go say I'm going to get coffee and then like say I got an espresso shot or something and I drink it there. <laughs> right. Come back all jittery and be like, yeah, I got the coffee. I mean, no, I, I see that you have to have a way to break up the day. And it is, I mean, I mean, for people in the education profession, it's also very important to not do what I was very bad at, which was like, 
you should actually take a break and eat your lunch. As you say, you guys need the yeah. opposite. You need, we need to the sit opposite, down. right? Yeah. Exactly. Time that's your time to sit down. But um, so no, I mean, I do think it obviously has a lot of value. And then what do you think are, I mean, you were saying you wanted to share some of your favorite, you know, meal prep recipes or ideas. What are some of the things that you're like, okay, this is great. I know I'm set for the week. I really like this meal, whether it be for dinner or for lunch. So I feel like pasta keeps pretty well. I am like, and maybe this will be an, a, a later episode, but I am kind of on, you know, wellness journey is not the right word, but I've been reading this book about like anti-inflammation because you and my father have gifted us with some, some less than ideal genes. <laughs> and so I'm trying to prevent something. Okay. In out. all fairness, when we mated, we didn't, we didn't both have autoimmune issues when we made it. We probably should have never procreated, but yet we did. And here we are. But yeah, there's some unfortunate combinations I think that happen. We'll see how they play out. So yeah, just trying to, you know, live my best life. So I've been trying to be gluten-free and dairy-free. And the gluten-free pasta maybe holds a little bit less well than the regular pasta, but still pretty good. Like I know if I make a batch and I, I'll, like, we have a microwave at work, so I'll like heat it up. Um, so I bring a lot of times I'll bring like pasta with some, like I buy these frozen turkey meatballs at Trader Joe's that I'll like cook and sauce with some like frozen spinach. And so it's like kind of like a, you know, red sauce and, and meatball situation. And then I make a lot of Greek salad. Like I've gotten really into it because the, you can actually dress the pasta and the kale mm. like ahead of time. And it holds for like three or four days. I'm only in the office maximum, like four days a week in the summer, it's three days. So I'm really only prepping three days worth of meals right now. So I'll make like a big Greek salad and I'll do it either with like chicken or like, and then I'll put like quinoa or pasta with it. Um, and that holds pretty well. And then I did actually this week, I felt like we were in a little bit of a rut. And now that I'm trying to be gluten and dairy free, like, I just feel like some of my go-tos like didn't satisfy either yeah. of those conditions. So I would, I looked up some recipes and I just made this like Moroccan stew. It was actually pretty good. I made it in the slow cooker and I'm, I'm actually that. shocked you use the word stew because I have been told by all three of you, my daughters, that you were all completely scarred by the amount of times I made stew. Oh my God, up. stew so night was just like cringe. <laughs> Because, okay, the stew, okay, this, let me, like, paint a picture of this Moroccan stew. It was, like, chicken broth, chicken, chickpeas, like, tomatoes. It was light. You were supposed to serve it over rice. Okay, stew from stew night was, like, this thick, like, meat sauce with, like, some type of, like, what was it, like, steak tips or something. And then, like, what? A, like, it was cubed beef and it was very cheap, okay? So, it cooked I'm all day say, in the I, I love a budget-friendly meal. But then it was like a giant like chunk of carrot and like a giant chunk of potato. <laughs> and you would just put like four lumps in a bowl with like some like beef broth. And you were like, mmm, stew night. <laughs> like I mean, we could have just had like tuna salad or something. It would have been like a dollar a person if, if we were like trying to have the budget friendly eats. <laughs> we did have tuna fish casserole and that was a family favorite too. But anyways, so I'm glad the Moroccan stew. See, again, here are the millennials just like up leveling. I just made stew, like little Gen Xer stew and you've made Moroccan stew and that does sound better. So. I'm very happy for you. Okay. So Moroccan stew, this sounds good. This meets your qualifications. Um, so that was well, you know, good. 
I mean, and and you're well. Both of your sisters also do a lot of meal prepping. Well, Abby's Meredith, working from home. Meredith is a meal prep maniac. She meal preps her breakfast. She does the overnight oats. I have to talk about this for a minute. I, I was just out there recently visiting her, and I was there. The I was there on Sunday, and she was meal prepping because mm-hmm. nothing gets in in the way of that kid and her schedule. So yeah. she's meal prepping her overnight oats. And I have always heard her talk about overnight oats, and I have such a mental block. I cannot fathom the idea of putting oatmeal soaked in whatever milk or almond milk and these other things in it and leaving it in the refrigerator overnight. Something about the thought of that texture the next morning. I've never done overnight oats for that reason, but she loves it. She does it and and she meal preps everything and she's very organized about it. Again, being a teacher, she's kind of got that schedule, but I don't know. So I, I like go through phases with breakfast and I I'm trying right now. I'm trying to focus on like the gluten and the dairy free and like I've started taking, I mean, just to preach about my wellness journey, I've also started taking this vitamin regimen and I feel like I do have a lot more energy at night when I get home from work. So I am able to be like, okay, like I used to like get home and I would be like the thought of having to like cook anything that's not already made is like exhausting. Some of it's the summer, it's staying light later. I feel like I do tend to get like seasonal affect depression. So like check back with me in January if I'm still feeling okay. But like, I feel like I'm like, okay, great. Like I can like think about, you know, cooking right now or like making that chicken fresh right now. But I do feel like if I, if I'm trying to work out before work, I really do need to have breakfast meal prepped or I pick something up on my way into the office or something. Because like the thought of having to wake up early enough where I can both work out and make breakfast and eat it. Is hard. So I have done overnight oats before. I've done chia pudding, which is really good. She and likes that too. I've never done that. I do like, I I probably, well, I go through phases. Like in the summer, I don't mind eating cold oatmeal. I pre- probably prefer to eat just like a fresh bowl of like oatmeal that I've made. Or I do really like baked oatmeal. And I'll do that with like some like peanut butter on top of it. And that's like more of like a bar. It almost looks like a bar cookie, the baked oatmeal or like a quick. It looks like a brownie or something. Okay. Okay. I could, I'd get behind that. Well, I mean, I, you know, again, I think I, I love that you guys are so organized in your meal prepping and I'm a big fan of it. Obviously right now, as you've pointed out, I'm a little bit free form on my schedule, so I don't have to be as organized about it, but I think it does have a lot of value from a nutrition standpoint and from a financial standpoint. What are some of your must have supplies? Cause I will say as you know, a former teacher and school principal, bringing home those containers every day, having to get those washed, and then making sure that you have enough. Because if you're meal prepping for five days of the week, you got to have five sets of containers and then keep up on top of those washing them. Yeah. So Drew actually just got mad at me the other day because I told him he's we're no longer allowed to use plastic containers as I'm on my, my wellness journey. Um, we did just get married. So like on our registry, like, I think, I think I bought a set of big glass containers, like some set of like eight sizes or whatever, when I like just graduated and was living in Charlotte. And then I think we got another set of those off our registry. And then you sent me as some housewarming gift at some point, those, um, those like zip top bags. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the stash of like silicon. Yeah. And so is that bad? Is that bad? You're not supposed to use those. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, So we have a fair amount of containers. So I think we we have enough where it's like, if you, if I make like four containers worth of food, we have enough still that it's like, you can have leftovers in after meals 
for okay. dinner, whatever. But yeah, so the right container is key. You need something that's also not going to like spill or whatever in your work bag. And then I really like, like the things I like to buy at the grocery store. It's like our grocery list looks kind of the same every week. It's like we get like greens, cucumbers, like things to make salads with. I always like to have like chickpeas on hand and like black beans because those are easy. Like some type of pasta and sauce and then like a frozen meat. So like the turkey meatballs or, you know, something else frozen. And then I'll get like one or two proteins that like has to be cooked. And then I just, you know, I'm like, okay, I can make a variation of a bunch of different things with this on those weeks where like I haven't planned everything out because it feels less stressful to know like, okay, I have, I mean, back when I was like eating cheese, like two weeks ago, like I have stuff to make quesadillas with or like, right, right. You know, something quick if I get home from work and it's for whatever reason, it's been, been like a longer day than I expect. I can like throw something together pretty quick. And I'll you have, like, have the ability. You have the ability to put it in a refrigerator at work, right? Because that's the other thing. Yeah. The other consideration is making sure that you have, I mean, I've had some great lunch boxes when I didn't have access to a fridge or I didn't have a fridge in my classroom or, you know, whatever. So, you know, getting that lunch box or that way to get it, you know, from home to work with, with it, you know, staying intact. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a fridge, which is nice and a microwave. Um, but I think too, like, and I, I try not to like beat myself up because, there, there are times when I'm like, I just really don't want to bring my lunch this week. Like I'm going to buy lunch and it is more expensive, but I think it's, it's just like, you do end up spending less at the grocery store if you know, like I'm not right. going to do right. you know, lunch. Um, but I think like something that's hard as a young person and like Drew and I are like, you know, married, we eat the same thing. Not because I'm like, oh, I'm going to make us dinner every night, like, which I do do, but it's not because like, I feel like I have to, like, I'm like a housewife or anything. Like I just like enjoy cooking, but it is hard if you live alone or you have a roommate situation, like where you're not eating at the same time or sharing food. Like even when Abby and I lived together, like she was my sister, we had very different schedules. And like I, before COVID hit was like, I ate dinner in the office every night, but it was very hard to grocery shop and cook for one person. Yes. Yeah. No, I would agree. And even two people. I mean, I have struggled going down to cooking for two people after cooking for a family of five for, you know, all those years. Yeah. Even though I now know that the chicken was raw and the stew was not appreciated. But well, there was that one time too that you made fresh broccoli or something and there was like spiders in it. I don't remember that either. See, I think I... It was in Connecticut. I, I vividly remember that as well because we all like spit it out because there was like well, bugs in the broccoli. Okay. Well, maybe it was like super fresh or something. Okay. Were you yeah, like, no, the, were you like drugged by Tajahada? Like, why don't you remember any of these things? I don't know. I didn't really drink wine back then at, at that stage. So who knows why I don't remember this. I do remember the one thing that I still continually, you guys give me crap about, is a long, long time ago. I mean, I think we When you made actually, the mashed cauliflower and you told us it was mashed potatoes. <laughs> I was ahead of my time because I want you to know that was a solid 20-ish years ago. And I was like, I'm going to pass off mashed cauliflower as mashed potatoes to these children of mine, just trying to keep you healthy. And cauliflower now has had its whole moment. And I was ahead of my time with that. I probably am the one that came up with that. 
Um, I also used to, when you were really little, I didn't give you ice cream. I put it would be yogurt. the wheat germ in the yogurt. Yes. I put yogurt in a cone, like a cake cone, and I would sprinkle wheat germ on the top and I would tell you it was sprinkles. And I'll never forget one of you had a friend over and you're like, oh, mom, you know, like, let's have ice cream. Let's have ice cream cones. And I'm making, you know, what I had passed off as ice cream cones to you. And this other little girl that was over for the play date. She ratted me out. She's like, that is not ice cream. That is yogurt. And those are not sprinkles. So the gig was up after that. But, you know, you do what you do as a parent. Well, I'm really glad we talked about meal prepping. I, I mean, I am so proud of you guys for being organized and being on top of this. And I think, you know, again, don't beat yourself up. The worst thing is, I guess, if you plan to meal prep, buy everything for it, do it, and then you don't end up eating it. And then you also spend money eating out. That's kind of like the worst case scenario, but it happens. And, you know, I'm all about this millennial rebranding, what we've been doing all along with these new fancy names. Um, I will tell you one story about that. I saw the funniest thing on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It was talking about um, these young men, let's say they were like teenagers, wanted to get curl enhancers. They went to this salon to get curl enhancement. Like a perm? Well, it, this entire Instagram reel or whatever this was, maybe it was a TikTok post on Instagram. It was about, you could get a curl enhancer, an enhancement treatment at this uh -huh. salon for like $300. The comments were off the chain on this thing. And I was rolling laughing. People were like, <laughs> you're charging these boys $300 for a perm. It's called a perm. But this salon had rebranded as curl enhancement. And it showed a video of them getting it. It was a perm. They were getting a perm. And then well, it's like everything comes back. It does. It come back. And I'm like, as someone who has naturally curly hair, I don't understand perms because it's hard to deal with. But I, you know what, if that salon wants to make their money doing that, and those, those young men are going to pay it and feel good about themselves, then who am I to judge? Wait, so getting back to meal prepping, what were some of your, I won't make any comments, what were some of your favorite meals that you made us growing up? Taco ring. I'll rank them. <laughs> Taco ring, pesto pasta, pizza casserole, um, fried rice. We did a lot of stew. tuna fish early, early on in your childhood. Listen, I wouldn't say stew was my favorite. It was cheap. It was quick. It went in the crock pot. I tried to limit it to the winter months. Um, <laughs> well, oh, no. What was the one that you guys all loved? Gorditos. It was like some meal kit. It was it was terrible, but it was good at the time. Uh, we made a lot of quesadillas. I don't know. I mean, it was, we we're pretty basic people. There wasn't any fancy cooking. Drew's favorite thing to say about our family or one of his favorite things to say is he's like you guys like really like pesto pasta because I make it all the time <laughs> like that's, a core, like, that's a core meal and I'm like yeah like it used to be one like it was our birthday and we like got to pick what you ate for dinner we'd always make like pesto pasta it was so great and, like it was great to have it with like steak or whatever and I'm like yeah like I mean it's like I I would rather eat pesto pasta at home than like pasta with marinara sauce at home no i know and your your father my lovely husband of 30 years he loves spaghetti and it drives me crazy because it's i hate making spaghetti where you actually have to like plate it like here's your pasta and i'm gonna like spoon the you know no, sauce see, over the top i don't I, like to do that if, I, if i'm gonna make some sort of pasta like that i'm gonna mix it all up make like yes. a baked pasta or something but he wants the whole presentation i was gonna say one of my childhood traumas is we never mix the spaghetti sauce in with the spaghetti. So you'd have your like 
clumpy noodles. Yes. And then the yes. sauce would be like after the fact. Thank your father. Thank your father for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not owning that trauma. I'm not owning, owning that part of the trauma, but of those meals. So what, what, what were the top ones? Okay. So I did like taco ring. And so for anyone who's not familiar with this um, Midwest, it's, the delight, best. it's like, what is it like crescent rolls? And then you put taco meat, like in the center with like cheese and then you fold it over and it's a ring and you bake it. Makes it makes it a very decorative ring. It's delicious. You serve it with the taco, taco fixings on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite is like the pieces of like translucent, like iceberg lettuce that you buy, like yeah. pre-chopped in the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, it works. That was good. I mean, as I mentioned, like I loved pesto pasta. Um, pizza casserole was pretty good. Yeah, that was that 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 was a vibe. I mean, we're not in that phase of our lives where we're eating like that. You guys were also like swimmers and water polo players. You 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 like some hearty food for dinner. Well, I, I feel like I had a fair amount of meat on my bones in high school, but that's nice of you <laughs> to say. You were an athlete. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, Manny, this is this has been real. I mean, this has been a real trip down memory lane as well as hopefully some some tips and some thoughts around meal prepping. You know, it would be funny to do a whole episode on like, you know, what you remember from childhood. We got to get your sisters on here. And we really need to like crowdsource what actually happened in all of your childhood because apparently I either blacked it out or you guys are all what's it called? What's that word now where you like tell someone what they're thinking is wrong? You think we're gaslighting you? Okay, ga- what is that word gaslighting mean? Anyways, I don't want to. Uh, don't tell me now. No, like, it'd be like it'd be like if like we I'm didn't. Actually, you are. I'm, I could have blacked it out. We it'd be like you know for a fact that like we did not get food poisoning from eating chicken, and all of us are like, no, mom, like you don't remember. Like we all got food poisoning. Like you're a terrible mom, and like you're like, oh my god, how do I not remember this? But it's like you know, like it's not true. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the official definition, but it's how I would describe it to you. So anyways, I just feel like I need to be reminded of some of these things. Plus, I mean, hey, there's some things from your childhood. I'd love to know what actually happened. Maybe you could reveal some some secrets that I'm not privy to at this point yet. But no, that would that would be a fun episode. We got to really, maybe we should have a therapist on that episode as well. I was going to say, I feel like we need a moderator. Maybe Drew can come on and be our moderator. <laughs> he would probably he would be like- Good, because he's so calm. He would be like, I can't believe I married into this crazy family. Oh my god! It was like I forget what he was saying the other day. It was something about I I said something like, "Well, like when we were growing up, he was like, oh man.' (laughs) He's like, he stopped the sentence right there. He was like, I can't even imagine what that would have been like. But no, this was non-stop fun is what it was nonstop, you know, someone was either always laughing or crying. <laughs> hey, listen, two thirds of you were perfectly happy at most times. I mean, I can't guarantee the one third that was having a meltdown about something, but I think the odds were pretty good. But no, Manny, this has been great. Um, we're still enjoying this podcast, have no clue if anybody's actually listening to it, but I don't care because I'm just enjoying chatting with you, um, recording from the road, but, uh, we have some great topics coming up. We have our August book club episode Mm -hmm. coming up and I, I, did you finish the book yet? Yeah. I told you on the last episode, I really liked it. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. I love that book. So we have a lot to talk about with that and we'll have to also announce our book for September, but, um, make sure you like us, give us a review, give us some feedback, mm-hmm. um, and follow us over on Instagram at the millennial. In the well, no, stop, stop plugging the Instagram. Cause I've already told people I'm not posting on it anymore. 
Well, they can still follow us. I mean, <laughs> it's just no skin off my back. If you want to come run our Instagram, let us know. Yes, opening available for an Instagram intern. And by intern, I mean non-paid, as are all yeah, positions yeah. <laughs> the millennial and the mom right now. Um, but anyways, no, it's great. Uh, thank you for keeping me on track recording from the road. And I'll be in a new location next week when we record. Okay, mom. Well, this was so real. I'm going to go make some pesto pasta and <laughs> I'll check in with you. <laughs> and I do really apologize about the food poisoning. I, I wasn't aware of that, but maybe I you know, blocked it out. Maybe but, you did it on purpose. I don't, I don't think so. I didn't have time to do things like that on purpose when I had three kids and everything, all the other chaos going on. But um, nice, nice thought on that. Okay. okay all right. Well, well talk, talk to you, you later. Soon. All right. Bye, love you. Bye.